Hey, welcome to the show. This is Hip Hop Numbers, proudly independent as always, as is my guest this week. So have another story about the beauty of independence. Up to today. How, how you going? Man, I'm about to uh, head out to my cousin's crib right now. It's like Cinco de Mayo, so they're cooking uh, tacos and shit. That, <laughs> so sounds, that, that sounds all right. What's, uh, what's COVID like over there? Is everything all right? Are you, you staying safe? Bro, honestly, like COVID's still real out here, but I'm not saying me, it's me specifically, but like Atlanta never really quarantined. So <laughs> it was like, like at first it was kind of like everybody was staying inside, but then after a while, everybody just stopped. Just caring, I guess. It's weird because we have like a low COVID number out here. Oh, really? So you guys dodged yeah. it a little bit, even though you weren't quarantining. Yeah, and then now that people's getting vaccines, it's like this is really going down. So, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be absolutely crazy when people can go back outside safely after the after the vaccine. I, I'm just so excited for that party. I don't know what the for party's real? gonna be like when it's gonna be, but it's gonna be massive. Mad children are gonna be made. Yes, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Oh my gosh, COVID babies, COVID babies. For real. So I want to chat about your name for a second because anonymity is something that's becoming increasingly rare in the world. And I think it will get more rare in the future. What prompted you to use anonymous at the end then? Well, my middle name is Ahmad, so that's why I did that. But then I wanted to stand out a little bit because, I mean, I could have had the rap name Ahmad, but I feel like there's already a rapper named Ahmad somewhere. So I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to just make it my own. And then also, you know, but yeah, like that kind of, um, the definition of that is like, you know, just staying hidden and out of sight kind of. But like the way I took it was I didn't really have a, a face. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really have a, a face in this music shit that yeah. I felt like, you know, when I, when I first started out, it was like 2016. So I would just post on SoundCloud and shit. But I didn't have that many, you know, followers at all. There was once a time where I didn't even post my face for my music. So it was just kind of, it just kind of, it went with that whole aesthetic. And, you know, even at school, I would send people the links to my songs, but not say it was from me. I'd be like, yo, check out the song for my friend. Yeah. <laughs> even though it's weird, now that I think about it, because, like, I used to freestyle a lot in middle school and high school. So it's like, dog, that's you. <laughs> but, like, um, <laughs> in my in my, my head canon, I was like, they, they're never going to know it was me. I'd be, like, Superman or, like, Batman or some shit. Secret identity. Were you, um, were you scared of, of putting yourself out there? Were you scared of, like, maybe rejection or criticism? Uh, at first, yeah. Like, the first year, I started doing it. And then, like, after a while, I just kind of slowly stopped caring. Because, uh, you know, I would, I would always rap, like, on, on my bus and shit. And the niggas knew me from there. And I would rap, like, at PE and everything. So it was like, I always rap, but, like, I didn't know how to... Because, you know, rapping in person and putting it on wax is, like, two different arts. Yeah. So I guess back then, I didn't really have it down-packed as much as I thought I thought I did. So I was just like, people are just gonna think the sound quality's bad, or you know, all these, all these, all these thoughts start going in my head, like, oh, they're gonna think this sounds trash or whatever. Da 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 da. But eventually, I was just like, I mean, you're never gonna grow if you just had that mentality. So I just started telling more people, and then eventually, I just really stopped caring and just started going out of my way to, you know, benefit myself as an artist, like going to shows when I didn't know anybody in the room, and just, you know, being in front of the stage and just networking with folks, like, you know, as artists do. So. But that's one of the most important things in the industry is a networking phase where I don't think a lot of people realize that when you're independent and when you're coming up, the huge part about it is, is knowing the right people and 
and getting into those rooms and having those conversations? Like how hard has that been? Is, is that something that comes natural to you? Bro, it's crazy because like I grew up a pretty introverted person and I would just have like extroverted moments, I feel like, because, you know, growing up, I was, I was a little shy, but it's like once you get to know me, I'm pretty like open. And it seems like now that I've, I've gotten older, like I'm 20 now, like the more I go into like young adulthood, I'm becoming more and more comfortable with myself. So you know, that, def- that definitely helped because around like 2018, when I was still 18 and uh, night 2019 and shit, like I was like I was in my college campus. Um, I don't go there anymore, but um, Georgia State University, and it's like right downtown and shit. So like I would be at every function. Um, and then I was that's another thing. Like if you at every function, then there's like it's really on you if you don't let people know that you make music. So I was just yeah. I was just thinking one day like you're gonna be really you're gonna really look stupid when you're like 80 and you could have been like damn. I could have had this amazing ass life, but I didn't tell those people back in college I made music, so they didn't spread it around. Like, no, nah, I, I didn't want to be that kind of guy. So, definitely, just growing up just kind of helped me, you know, just step out of that introverted shell and just like, you know, be myself more around folk. Well, yeah. that's it. That's the concept that always fascinates me about music and social media in general. Like, how much of yourself do you want to present to your audience? Because you know, that's how you get people to buy into your music when they buy into the personality. And it's like, you can put out any kind of content and then people are like, well, I like this person. So I want to hear music from them. But I figure like it can be really difficult to be transparent and vulnerable, especially as your listenership grows, like as your audience grows, are you finding that difficult or is that just coming naturally to just be yourself and be like, fuck it. I'm just putting it out there now. This is, this is me. And and this is me. Yeah, man. Like I, it's, it's taking some time just to like, you know, uh, just be totally myself on the track. But now I feel like I've just gotten it. Like I made, I just this past week, bro, like I made like at least two songs every day. Oh, and like, man. you know, that's, and they're like quality. Like they're not ads. Like there's some yeah. shit I, I put out, you know what I mean? So just, um, you know, it just, it just takes time to get comfortable with your, with your own voice. And, you know, I, I kind of had to because at one point it was like, I couldn't, I couldn't stop people from sharing my music to certain people. Like my parents are like, you know, some of my, uh, my other cousins and shit, like they would just spread it around through my family or, you know what I mean? It was just, just like a matter of time. And it's like, it's, it's quality music. So people want to hear it. just something I just had to get over. I want to talk about your come up a little bit. So like, what's been the process? Like, when did you start rapping? When did you actually start taking it serious? And, and what's been the process to get to the point you're at now? A lot of hard nights, wake up early, sleep late. <laughs> and just discipline bro like oh, i have man. to yeah yeah it's like sometimes i have to just unplug like my game system and shit like i don't be wanted to but it's just like you gotta go or i'll, I'll just leave the house every day just so i can make sure i'm doing something because i think like after this i gotta i gotta like write some shit down for like my next uh you know plan and motion i gotta start setting things out like i got a big ass calendar in my room where i'll just mm-hmm. wake up and just plan out for the whole month and you know that just really just planning out helps like I always tell my friends this every time we just start talking about like making it in music. I'm like, bro, there's like so many trash artists. They're like terrible. And I feel like they know they're terrible. They just know how to, they just know how the game works. So they just know how to play it. Right. Mm-hmm. And they know like they have to plan certain shit out or do, do such, such, such. Like there's a lot of trash artists who just, they're good at marketing and planning. Like, but we're, I, I tell my friends, I'm like, we're good at actually making music. So we get good at planning too. It's like, we'll just have the game in our hands. Yeah. Well, that's the thing man you got to have a routine you got to have a structure you got to have a plan because otherwise you're just kind of doing things at random and then if something works you don't even remember what you did that made it work in the first place and then it's like exactly you're like, what the hell do i do now like when something works it's so important to back it up and keep doing that exactly 
take a moment, reflect on like what failed and what like got what you got right. That's that's important. One thing that's working for you is inhaled. Like that song is going up right now. And what's going on with that? It's over a hundred thousand plays now. Uh it's a great song, but I've seen it get a lot of press and a lot of people talking. So why do you Mm -hmm. think that's hit? Uh, I just got a good team, you know, they they uh do what they had to do, they, you know, spreaded it around with their people. They got a lot of connects, so I guess the people at Spotify they heard it and they just they'll put it on all their playlists. So, you know, shouts out to them. Um, and you know, I, it's just good music and also Powers Pleasant produced it. So, you know, that was a really good look. You know, got a lot of people on my radar from that. And yeah, man, I just I just and it really I think I think it's also doing well is because like a lot of the music I released before they were single driven were kind of like some fun records. Yeah. Um. So this one was this one. I had not have like so many personal records, but I don't. My thing is like, I'm a little strategic about how I drop those as like singles. Because mm. I feel like me personally, like if it's a single, I'm thinking of it as like someone's gonna play this at like uh, a function or something, you know. But if I'm thinking of like personal shit, I'm thinking of shit for the album. Like it's still gonna slap, but it's just for the people who want to, you know, hear more about what I go through on a daily basis, and you know here they they want to see behind the artist who makes them some of their favorite songs you know what i mean so i feel like just that personal aspect of the song just kind of just kind of gravitates towards people yeah i mean this is heavy stuff on here like face my problems they take me down hop in hollow don't make a sound fear these day jobs gonna take my smile feel my envy done run a mile and i think it's it's quite vulnerable and raw. And I think it's really brave to put that out there. Do you find that difficult to be that open? Cause as you said, your previous songs have been quite, you know, party based. Right. I mean, I mean, that's really just size of me. Like I like, like I like to dance and party and shit. Like, so I feel like that's just another side of my life that, you know, if you know me personally, like I, you, you probably heard me talk about that shit, but I, I guess I just, I just wanted the world to know that, you know what I mean? Well, I think also this, this stuff is important. Like I was saying this a lot of the time is when people are struggling and people don't have an outlet or a voice to speak on their struggles, when someone they know and they like is talking about things that they're experiencing, it's really powerful. Like, you know, you rap, can't believe myself. I ain't leading shit. Uh, patient mm-hmm. loving myself I deleted it like that hit for me because you know one of the things I'm working on at the moment is being more compassionate to myself but there are right. so many people that I speak to and they say like, I don't have a voice you know I don't have I can't tell my parents about this I can't tell my friends about this so when they hear someone like you talking about it they're like oh my gosh like it, it really opens up. they don't feel isolated anymore right yeah I, I, I wanted I also want to do that too you know like just show people that I'm still human like this upcoming project I got is really just about me, you know, navigating through my own personal turmoil um, and just how that affects someone who's trying to better their life and shit, you know, as they're trying to move up in the world. How that how that pressure that you that you put on yourself can ultimately lead to your own downfall. So. Yeah, one of what so I was speaking to, I think it was Carl uh, Scrooby, and he was saying that like overthinking. Oh, it was Del Nelson actually. He was saying overthinking can be your greatest enemy, but your uh, greatest strength because you know you can think yourself into doing things that you never thought you could do but you could also really hold yourself back if you overthink things so it's like you've got to you've got to channel it in the right way right find that balance exactly so one of my favorite verses of yours is uh azareth with uh lake lakewood i think is how you say his name Mm -hmm. um you floated on that man like what's your what's your writing process for that's so technical that verse like just the wordplay and the rhyme scheme like it's really Mm -hmm. intricate 
Like, do you sit down yeah. and write this out or is this just flowing out of you? So with that song, I did sit down and write that. So the crazy thing about that song is like, because me and Liquid, we made like mad songs together. Like, we had like so many unreleased songs that we just record. Like, I, I see that nigga every week. So we just record a lot. So, but at this particular time, I had just left my job and shit. So I was just about to eat. And he just ran. He, it was like a random Sunday, Sunday afternoon. He just sent me a verse. And like with that, with that beat behind it, I was like, bro, you better send this. You can't just be sending me like no heat like this. And I expect me to just like get inspired. But I got inspired immediately and just started writing right there. You know, I sent, I sent, I think I sent the uh the verse back to him that same night. And he was just blown away. Yeah. If you actually, and if you actually listen to that song, like I say this all the time, like that little interlude that plays in between where I'm talking. Mm-hmm. Like that was like that was like my I sent him a voice message back and he just he just put it in the song. So Cool. <laughs> that was my like that, yeah that was like my first reaction to hearing that is it is it like the beat that comes first and then the the, the words come or like does it work the other way around sometimes no most times it's the flow that comes first i'll be trying to mm-hmm. make it sound good because you know like my philosophy is like you can say a bunch of words but you just have to like at the end of the day we're making songs so if they don't flow right then it's just gonna be a bunch of gibberish you know so i try to get the flow right and then get the words straight well, that's the crazy thing about inhaled. Like you have 12 flow changes, which is one in every 13 seconds. Like that is really hard. I posted <laughs> that stat, man, and, and people went crazy for that. That's hard to do. How the hell do you do that? Oh, I was I was feeling a lot of emotions. I was just like, you know, gotta I gotta get them out. But I, at the end of the day, it was like it's still songs. So I wanna I wanna showcase my you know lyrical ability too and how I can switch the flow and everything. And and you know, that song really, um, I don't really write a lot to that song. That, so that song mainly consists of like one verse that I wrote like a year ago when I was, you know, more more feeling that that feeling that I am now. You know what I mean? That was like deep depression emotion. Yeah. Because I think I, I'm pretty sure I wrote that first verse like around 2019 or early 2020. So that's when I was feeling like the most, you know, vulnerable and just helpless. And, you know, after. I I, just, I, put, I laid that that verse down and you know fit it into where it would, it would sound good with the record, but then like you know some of the second verse and see even some of the first verse like I was just like freestyling some some lines in and you wow. know just yeah <laughs> it was an experience man right that's some uh, some prodigy level talent right there like uh, I think that that have you just got like a whole bunch of songs lined up that just are sitting there ready to go. Dog, my notes on my iPhone is like 11 gigabytes. Like, oh gosh, <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> yeah, bro. Like, it's a lot. What's the like? What is the plan with that? You know, you're obviously planning things out, but like, do you have like a six month plan, like a 12 month plan? Like, where do you have you got um, everything kind of laid out, or is it just kind of yeah. happening as it comes? Yeah. So it's most of it is all planned out. I mean, if something happens where I gotta like change the schedule, like I'm totally fine for it. Like. I talk to my manager all the, I talk to my managers all the time. Like they're like, yo, that man of mine, like he'll just he's like so in particular about the shit that he, you know, how he, how he wants stuff to come out. But like I'm also mm-hmm. flexible too. Like, and I understand, you know, real life shit happens, so stuff gotta get moved back. Like I was gonna drop a I was gonna drop a video for um what's the name? Party, but my car got like fucked up and then my laptop broke on me. So I was like, Yeah, I gotta tough. take I was like, Yeah, I gotta take care of that. But <laughs> y'all, y'all had this uh visualizer. But, you know, just I had, I had to keep the show going. The visuals are, uh, I mean, yeah, bro, like the video for yeah, you're actually doing some acting in that, man. It's good. It's funny. Like, was that fun? Are these kind of fun videos to do for you? 
Yeah, like I, I really love uh the process of making videos. Like I don't know if you've been on my Instagram lately, but I drop a lot of like remix videos. Yeah. Or you can just go on my YouTube. They're all they're on my YouTube still. Um I drop a lot of remix videos. For one, I like that because it just kind of makes my pen like really good because I just have to constantly just every time I do it, I'm not I'm not doing it to get the one up on somebody else. I'm trying to get better myself, you know, at, at writing and just flowing better, just getting comfortable with my own voice. And also, it's just a, it's just a chance for me to just get on video more because I, as a, from a kid, like I always wanted to do like acting or voice acting or just acting out. Like I was a class clown. Like I said, I grew up shy, but like eventually that shit went away, and I was just joking around like a lot in class. <laughs> so, yeah, it's coming out. It's coming out in the videos. I wanted to talk about the remixes because you know remixes used to be a big thing, like on on mixtapes and stuff. Was like the late nineties until the early two thousand tens, where rappers. Right take iconic beats and show that they could tear them down. And it's, it's kind of rare now. Like it's not common, but you're on here over like Fronten by Pharrell, Erica Badu, uh, Amine, Drake, Jay-Z and yay, Earl, Outkast, Freddie Gibbs. Like that's right. really. Cause it's also, I also want to show people that like, I live and breathe hip, this hip hop shit. Like, you know, yeah. like I know, like I listen to, I listen to artists from, damn near the late 80s to now like all all spectrums of hip-hop like this is my favorite genre and i didn't come in to just like fuck shit up i came in to like really you know make a change with this shit for the culture that who who the people who make this music so you know i, I really want to showcase that i have like a wide range of shit that i listen to and that i feel like my fans like if they listen to my shit they they might listen to this other stuff you know what i mean so i just kind of want to bridge it together and I, I mean, me personally, I feel like remixes, I mean, they probably have gone down, but I feel like people, people still remix songs. Like they remix the fuck out of a uh, beatbox challenge song. I don't know if you, if you know, you've heard of that. I have. Yeah. 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 So people, a lot of people remix that. Um, but you know, I just want to showcase like some of my favorite stuff, you know, cause a lot of those songs I remix, like are just songs that I just really generally fuck with. I think uh, Front and by Pharrell is one of my favorite. Like that was probably the first time I really heard Jay-Z. And I don't know, like I felt like Jay-Z only did eight bars on that and I felt like it needed more. And then you kind of came in and did that. And it really, it really <laughs> sat well, man. It really sat well on the, on the track. Bro, sometimes I get bored and I'll just like, I'll mesh my verse in, in the song with the like, actual song and like see how it sounds. Yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, I, I really love doing those though. And it's like, it's just, it's just a chance to, um, you know, further work with my my brother, you know, my my guy, uh, Kelly Vision. And just, you know, because cause what he'll do is he'll, he'll record him. And then he, he works on other stuff, too, like his own solo stuff. So I'll just have him record it. And then he sends me the uh, the raw files and I'll just edit them out. So, so is he, is he doing the visuals for you as well? Yeah. Or basically most of my visuals. So, he's like, good. he, yeah, yeah, he, he's, he's really talented. So, like, for the remix videos, he'll send me the raw files. I'll edit them. But, like, for the actual videos, we'll plan it out together and you know make some fire is it expensive because like i don't know a lot of people i've spoken to find it quite time consuming and, and money consuming to create these visuals and but they're so important now is it is it is it difficult to do that i mean that's just really uh a risk you gotta take you know i i lost like i lost, I, can, I think i kind of lost some money doing just the um inhale video if i'm keeping a buck mm. but it was worth it because you know visuals are the only way you can really make a name for you. That's, I mean, that's the way most of y'all found out about me because, um, yeah. no, shout out to Shrek Knows Rap. He posted me on his um, Twitter page with the Yeah video. 
And he, he would only, but he was only put on because one of my friends showed him the video, you know? And I mean, he liked it. And then a, lot, a lot of other people liked it. And now people are just watching, watching the, the moves and play out. And, but I, I really feel like, you know, this, every artist, if you're listening to this, you're an artist, like get you some visuals. Like you will fail if you don't have visuals. I, I 1000% believe that. <laughs> you won't get very far at all. It's crazy that like back in the day when I was watching like MTV, because I'm I'm 32, so I'm old, but like, you know, mm-hmm. 20 years ago, visuals were everything. And then in the 2010s, they kind of went away a little bit because people stopped going on YouTube. But now they're back again in such a big way, especially on Instagram or with TikTok. So but right. the hardest people is, and I talk to people about this all the time, is it's hard to reinvest in yourself because it takes bravery and it's a bit of a leap of faith. You know, where you say you lost a bit of money on that video, people are like, oh, do I really want to spend this money? Boy, right. it's worth it, man. If you believe in yourself, it's worth it. Dog, all it takes is belief in yourself to achieve what you want in this life. Like, you can be the ugliest person in the world, but if you just wake up and just be like, yo, I'm pretty as fuck. Then, I mean, I mean, whatever. I mean, it's like, if you say that enough times, it's like you have no choice but to believe it. So, like, I'll, bro, I'll, I'll sometimes, you know, I always say this to myself, like, I'm going to be one of the greatest artists in the 2020s. Like, I really feel like this decade, I could really shake some shit up. So, I feel like, personally, if you just say something a lot of times, then your actions will reflect what your tongue is saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the mind is such a powerful muscle. It's like, the more you do it, that you kind of, you like, I don't really believe in manifesting things, like, you know, Mm -hmm. saying something and then the universe gives it to you. I think that say something and you believe it and then your actions back up what you said and then that exactly. means that you actually create it yeah and i mean that's that's essentially what i mean by manifesting like I, of course it's not like no magic thing like it's not you know yeah. it's gonna just happen just when you do it it's like a repetition that's why that's why i was saying like your mind has no choice but to do it you know what i mean because it's like it's like you said it's like it's like kind of like a routine it's like you wake up every day knowing that you have to brush your teeth and you do it. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. like you can think. And even if you don't brush your teeth, which that's disgusting, handle that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you if you don't brush your teeth and you just leave the crib, you're going to be thinking all day like, damn. Yeah. It's like it's just a part of routine. So if you say that you're going to be the best, it's like, damn, I'm not doing what I got to do to be the best right now. You're going to try to make that shit change. But that's that thing when you don't brush your teeth and they get all furry and they get all weird. And then all day you're thinking about it and you can feel them and you're like, oh man, I should have brushed my teeth today. And you're going to brush them the next day. You're going to brush them because you've committed to it. And it's the same with Mm -hmm. that. Like you could be like, oh, I should have been recording today. And then you'll get in the studio the next day. Exactly. It's like anytime I'm feeling like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, the next day I go like, I go 10 times harder. And, you know, I just try to keep my best to, to keep that routine up. Are you recording everything at home at the moment or have you got a studio? I mean, now I'm fortunate enough that I have like a lot of different options to go to. But for the most part, most songs that y'all will hear me record are usually from my own studio, which is just like my microphone, my interface and like my little walk-in closet that I have like foam up in. And um, yeah, I mean, but I, I, I usually record at my dog Sawyer's crib or my place or... Just like some other folks around the city that I know, you know, have quality studio setups. Is there like pressure on you at the moment? Because there's a lot of eyes on you right now. Do you feel pressure mm-hmm. to keep creating and keep dropping and keep dropping good, good product? Oh, yeah. But not from, not, it's, it's weird because it's not from an outside source. It's just like, I'm trying to outdo myself right now. So like I was saying with the remix videos, like when I, when, the reason, like another reason why I do them so often is because like, you know, I'm really just trying to master my pen, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like if you just write, like, a song, like, every month, 
Like if you just if you just wrote one song a month, then you're really not growing. But this is the fact that like like a lot is like no, there's like so many remixes I've scrapped. Oh yeah. And use some of the verses and like other, you know, songs and everything. Cause of course they have to fit though. They have to fit the theme and the uh, BPM so that way, you know what I'm saying, it matches up. It's it's like it's like it's like a lot of math, but you know, fuck it. <laughs> but yeah, like I sometimes I'll use some of the verses that I didn't use. Cause like I don't believe in scrapping verses. Like I can change some shit up, but like if I wrote it down, it's gonna come out eventually. <laughs> Cause you know, it's like it's like that's like a piece of art, you know. Like I might I might scrap a song to use that verse, but like I would use the verse somewhere else. Cause like you know you know you know what I mean. It's like I don't want to waste yeah. it. So yeah, and I think I think art is subjective anyway. So even if you were like eh, like it's good, but like I'm not feeling it that much, it doesn't mean that the audience aren't gonna enjoy it. You know? Exactly. So exactly. how do you, what are you listening to at the moment? Like what's influencing you at the moment in regards to hip hop? Hmm. What influences me today regarding hip hop? Just like the diversity really. Um, Cause I got, like I said, I listen to like a lot of different shit, bro. Like I can go down what's in my library right now. So I got some of my homies, like Kaylin Bree, Kenny Mason, Kai Blue, um, you know, Smino, Lakewood, Unusual Demont. Westside Gun, Freddie mm-hmm. Gibbs. It's like different shit, like fucking Lil Dirk, like Jay-Z. Like, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's that range. Masego, Brett Fires, Like, so really, I just love the diversity of music today. Like, because anybody, anybody can make music. So you're going to, you, you might get anything. You, you might get a lot of trash. You might get a lot of good. Luckily, you know, if you have a good eye, you'll find a lot of good music. So, you know. Well, that's the thing with hip hop, you know, I always say it's the most diverse genre, mainly because of sampling and just the amount you can say on a track. There's just more lyrics yeah. on a hip hop song. You can just say basically whatever you want. And whatever you're feeling. Exactly. And you can sing, you can rap, you can croon, you can hum, kid cutty humming. Like you could do whatever the fuck you want on a song. Right. And it's the most diverse genre there is. Right. That's and that's that's why I love it, man. Like I grew up listening to what my parents and my cousins played and you know that that amalgamation just led to the artist i am today yeah man i've seen that in your like with the singing versus rapping like you're singing a little bit on inhaled as well is that something you're going to do a little bit more of yeah i need singing lessons <laughs> <laughs> we all do but, man um, we all do right i'm a i'm a i'm a, I'm a uh no nah, i really i really do want to improve my singing though but because like i i really like I listen to a lot of R and B too, so you know those those vibes really they kind of shine in my music nowadays a lot. So I'm trying to touch up on my crabs, you know. And no wrong with just saying you need a little bit of help. So you know, everybody I'm still confident, it. but everybody yeah, everybody, everybody, everybody yeah, I, you know, a little practice won't, won't hurt nobody. So I mean, this yeah, is def- definitely definitely trying to sing more. This is early days for you. Like you're just gonna get better and better. Like that is exciting to me. The fact that you're at this level already, you're only twenty. Like there is so much more ahead of you. Like, does that excite you? Because you know you're just gonna get better and better as you go on. I'm always remember like what my my boy Kel told me, Kelly Vision. He was just like, I think like one time I showed him something. I was like mad excited for it. And there's nothing wrong with getting excited. It's just the fact that we both knew that that wasn't like the end goal. Like it's just a stepping stone. You know, I think it was like an article or something. Like one of my first ones. And I was like, yeah. yo, this shit is crazy. Like, da 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 da. It's big. And like, you know, had, had to take a second and just think like, don't get too excited about this moment. Get excited, get hyped, but don't 
have it, you know, be the end all. It's not in the end. You still got way, way much more like to get done. Yeah, just use it as fuel to motivate you to go to the next level. Yeah, it's just fuel, like to get like we're on Earth right now. Dog, I'm trying to get to Pluto. Like I'm trying to reach everything. Like you know what I mean? Absolutely, the whole man. System. So what? Uh, before we leave, what what's coming up? What can we look out for? Uh, yeah, plug some stuff. What do you got going on? Um, y'all make sure to go follow Ugly in Atlanta. It's a lot of dope ass artists. Uh, it's like 15 of us. I'm not naming everybody, but we all got we all got talent though. Uh, we're all close friends and everything, so we make music a lot together. Those are my guys. Also, I'm re- I'm releasing music probably towards the end of May. That's okay. the that, that's the hope. Don't uh, you know what I'm saying? Don't look. We we, we still in planning, but yeah. don't don't expect nothing <laughs> like concrete. But that's that's the goal. So yeah, I, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, just been working on my project and just trying to hone my skills and communicate with my fans and everything oh, that's man, another thing I, I really like i really like talking to uh the fan base i got you know it's not huge but it's, it's there so uh, you, is that hard to do is that hard to keep up or is that just fun for you nah, it's just fun because i just i just get on what i want like this stretches the time i won't be on my phone but you know when i come back i'm, I'm here for the bullshit <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a bit of that. There's a bit of that on social media. How do you how do you navigate that? Because social media is pretty negative. Do you do you take that stuff to heart? Like, do, do you see negative comments or is it just not a factor? Yeah, I see negative comments all the time. I don't really care because I mean, you know, like from what I learned, people are very reactionary, and a lot of times people will just put their first reaction on what they hear. And like, it's okay to not like an artist when you first hear them. Like, there's plenty of artists that I love now. That I did not like when they first came out, hmm. and you know that's okay. It's just like I, I don't really, I don't really hold that shit much weight. Like, and then like a lot of these people, I know that you know they're they're not gonna matter. Their 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 opinion's not gonna matter because in my opinion, it's like you got majority of your people saying that your shit is hard, and it's like whatever. Like they must feel. I mean, somebody like it, you know. You know what I mean? So and and, and in the day, I'm just trying to get better myself because like a lot of these songs I listen to, you know, in my spare time, like just. Not the actual, cause okay, it's weird. Cause like, <laughs> I don't really like it when other artists be streaming their shit. Like, like they be doing like stream farms and shit. I don't like. Yeah. But like, I was, I was, just, I listen to file on my computer, like that that way. You know what I mean? Hey, I want to see. It's fine. Yeah, I, I just want to. I just want to see like the people, if the world is you know listening to it, not me, cause I can stream this shit a million times. Just, but I'm not going to that shit corny. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. But that's a good point because then you then you know, like you actually know how much is being streamed by other people. Because otherwise it's just like, well, you've got to count your streams and you're like, well, 20 of those were mine, and otherwise it's gonna yeah, mess. It doesn't make me feel good either. Like it feels like I'm working backwards. That's like that's like the same as like when people buy followers, like that just that's just yeah. so dumb to me. But I think the other side of it too is like you want to make art that you want to listen to. You know, one of the things that I realized with creativity and even with playlists and stuff, like I make a playlist that I'm going to want to listen to because otherwise, like, what am I doing? I don't even know what I'm doing. Right. (laughs) It's like, you can't talk to the people that you're making it for. So it's like, if you don't like it, it's like, what did you do this for? (laughs) Exactly. As long as you like it, then it's, it's valuable. Right. I definitely feel that, man. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything else you wanted to say or are we good? Be on the lookout for you, boy. Ahmad Anonymous, A H M A D A N O N I M I S. Man, you with, with uh, hip hop? You with you with hip hop numbers? 
Thank you, man. That's a that's a drop. I'm gonna use that. We're gonna uh, <laughs> we're gonna put all your socials and everything underneath this, and write a profile piece and everything. So I'll let you know when it's coming out. And uh, yeah, man, we'll just get it sorted. I'm really excited to uh, see what happens next. So congratulations sure. on everything so far, and I'm really appreciative you came on, man. Thank you. For sure, for sure. Always down to talk to you. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. For sure. Put your people on out there in Australia, man. I will, man. Don't worry about that. All right. Peace. All right. See The Beauty of Independence is powered by Charlie Taylor's Fifth Element Podcast Network and Hip Hop Numbers. Links to everyone's socials can be found in the description. The Beauty of Independence also lives on Central Source in text form. The link will be in the description. As always, thank you for joining us and stay independent. It's better.